Hey, man. Hey. I think it's cool that more people are here than are actually watching it live. True. from the Nashville ATV Repair Studios located at 3639 Trousdale Drive. The phone number, if you want to call Will the Ranch, is 615-669-9659. You can call them and find out why your ATV won't start. Or your bike. Or your bike. As long as it doesn't have points ignition. True. What about that? Did you know that Wingman's Garage has a Patreon page? We do. We do? <laughs> yes, we definitely we do. do. Right now, we only have one patron, but that needs to change. Yes. I have come up with a challenge. The challenge is this. If we get 10 $10 patrons before June 15th of this year, we are going to buy Daniel a high chair. This month, anyway. And then, after we get him a high chair, we're going to start getting audio equipment so it doesn't sound... Quite like, as bad. <laughs> like we're broadcasting in a tin can in the back of somebody's pickup truck. Because my little snowball here can only do so much. Yep. Snowball. But <laughs> n- now that we have issued the challenge to the 15 people that are listening right now that are not in this shop. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's like pretty much everybody. <laughs> yeah, it is pretty much everybody. <laughs> yes. We're going to start the show by saying, Chris, what's going on now? Uh, about that. So, welcome to Wingman's Garage, episode 54. I am Crystal Wingman. Daniel Track Rat. Who needs a high chair? Shut up. Will the wrench is over there. Will wrench. And who Brandon. do we have with us? Brandon. Just Brandon? That's Lyndon. Jordan. Jordan. Will. I'm Joe. And uh, we, we got are a full here. house tonight. It is a full house. This is probably the most guests we've had on the show to date. And our, um, the way it usually works when we have a lot of guests, it doesn't usually go well, but <laughs> we have a lot of fun. Well, next week we're hoping to have a lot more guests because next week is episode 55. Well, we can't ride 55, and we want everybody who's listening that's in the Nashville area come and join us right here at Nashville ATV Repair. Uh, we're going to do, obviously, a live show. If you've got bikes, bring it out. Live heckling is actually night. what it's going to probably end up being. Mini, yeah. mini races. Mini races, and what was it over there? Free what? Free hot dogs. Free hot dogs. Come on down, Nashville APD repair. Free yes. hot dogs. It's not just the same one over And over. sign the waiver. <laughs> well, we'll have free hot dogs and free waivers. Yeah. For every time. Because so. Will's not responsible for shit. That's right. And neither are we. No. Not at all. Just saying. We're not. Right, First off, we're, we're going to ride the Grom up here. You want to leave like... Hell yes. Ride the Grom. I'm going to open it with this. Mm-hmm. Just because we understand what's going on this evening in, in Nashville world. Go Predators. Go Preds. Go Preds. Hopefully we don't get screwed like we did last game. But anyway. Right. That's so it. if you are listening to this on the podcast and uh, you're here in Nashville, we understand. It's Preds time. It's cool. We forgive you this time. Trust me. It's perfectly fine. We, yes. we get it. It's okay. But we expect you to be here next week. Next week. Yeah. Uh, 
That being said, let's roll into it. Um, as you can see, we've got our guest Joe back from God. I can't remember what episode that was. It's we don't see Joe enough. No, no, at no. All. I, you know, now that uh, it's summertime and uh, you know I have a little bit more free time, right? Japan comes calling again. I, I will be more attentive. That's Please, because that, that was actually a really fun show. We had a good show. I gotta, show. I gotta say. That's a spiffy shirt you're wearing. Yeah. I like that, dude. I do. Well, let me tell you a little bit about this shirt. Segue. Okay? Uh, this is That's uh, a really good segue. I know. Well, yeah, well. Uh, <laughs> Set it up. I am here uh-huh. to uh, let you guys know about the second annual Rolls and Dicks. Okay? It's going to be up in Kentucky, Beach Bend. Uh, it's going to be uh, a whole lot of fun. It's going to be next weekend. Uh, there's a whole list of things. If you want, you uh, look on my page on Facebook, Joe Renteria. Um, I have it all posted up, but basically it's going to be $20 to get in to spectate. Uh, if you want to run, it's going to be 20 plus 30, so it'll be $50 to run all day long. You can be running your bike, you can run your truck, you can run your car, run what you run. What about a lawnmower? If it's got a motor, you can drag racing. Drag racing. (laughs) I don't know how good you're going to be, but hey. I put a mower on my dog. On your what? Dog. A motor on my dog. Run That's a little weird. That's Kriegerish from Archer. Shut up. No. <laughs> no. I don't watch Archer, so hey. What? Uh, we're, we're we'll talk about that in a different you later. Don't worry. <laughs> so all the fun and activities start on Friday, June 9th. Uh, that's going to be the Dino Night and Show and Tell. Uh, basically, uh, they're going to have, it starts at 5 p.m., lasts at 10 p.m. Uh, it's going to be at Dino Nights at Jesse's Garage, 119 Kelly Court. In Bowling Green, Kentucky, uh, $75 for two to three pools on the cars, and a, and the bikes is going to be $30 for two pools. Okay. So, you know, hey, I think yeah. that's pretty cool. You know, that's that, good. Yeah, that, I mean, you get three pools on a car, you can gain three or four horsepower just the way you strap the thing down. So, I mean. Not to mention that, it's bragging rights. It know? is bragging rights, too, because, I mean, you roll up and you think you've got king shit Camaro, and then somebody rolls in with an Integra that's 900 I've <laughs> seen that. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen that. But yeah, you get a printout. You know, it's gonna be fun. You know, just come out and see what you got. Saturday gates open at nine o'clock. Uh, gonna be like the basically the shakedown. You're gonna have your um, testing tune, and then uh, after that, you're gonna have bracket racing. So you know, not only is it gonna be bracket racing, it's gonna be a lot of uh, you know grudge matches. You know, calling each other out. It's gonna be rolls. And it's going to be from Diggs. Okay, the roll's not going to be all that long, because considering you're at a, uh, a, you know, a drag strip, but you still be able to get about 30, 40 miles an hour and hit it from there. All right, just for the guys and girls out there who aren't familiar with drag racing, really quickly, what's the difference between a roll and a dig? Roll is where you start a race at a specific speed, basically. So you'll get your vehicle, bike, or car up to a certain speed, and then once you get there, you go and, you know, Instead of coming from a dig, which would be from a complete stop. Uh, somebody like me, for instance, I'm going to have a, a handful. Yeah, you are <laughs> going to have a handful. Considering, uh, you know, I got stock wheelbase. Uh, the guys with the big old long stretched arms, you know, they're, they're going to have a lot of fun uh, from the digs. Uh, but it's that's basically the main difference. You know, one is going to be from a complete stop. One's going to be from a certain mile an hour where you take off. Now, looking at this, you have a drift exhibition. Yes, there's going to be a drift expedition going on uh, behind the, uh, what you call it, the uh, drag strip, basically. 
Uh, it's going to be, you know, a bunch of cards going out there. I got a bunch of hooligans, so it's going to be a good little show. I'll Magic say this. I've, the guys that you've got going, yeah. I've worked with these guys at Import Alliance. Yeah. Because one of the other jobs that I have, I run the track stuff for Import Alliance. The guys they've got coming, I've, I've worked with these guys before. They know what they're doing. It's going to be a good damn show. There's a 350Z coming with 1,100 horsepower. Yeah. Okay. Is that it's all? A, it's a twin. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a twin turbo LS7 and a 350Z. Yeah. Um, yes. you, if you follow 1320 video, you've seen this guy. It was the green. It's orange now, but it was green and champagne. There's a bunch of different colors. But and there's another car. It's the Amsoil 240SX that I've talked with this guy. These guys know what they're doing. So if you've never seen it before, come watch it. It's really impressive, and the cars are just fucking nuts. So anyway. Yeah, so I keep threatening I'm going to build a drift bike and show up at Import Alliance. That would be cool. Oh, yeah, I'm down. We'll just have the many lists of projects yeah, the, we are. Let's put, have. like, the that's going to be the eighth project. In the gotta, like a, you know, so we're cutting a few out there. Swing arm, you know what I'm saying? Maybe you can stretch swing arm and turbo <laughs> something and do it. But, yeah, it's, that's triples. Icon's already done it. Oh, yeah, it, it, they proved how well it worked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew's here. What up, dude? What up, Andrew? Hey, hey we Justin got Lucas. What's up, man? Hey, what's going on? We actually got two listeners that aren't sitting in the room. I know, watching us. Andrew <laughs> and I ran into each other. At, he came up to hang out at track day this past week, and we hang out, right. hung out, had lunch, everything else. He's going out to Birmingham this weekend for awesome. a three-day track event. I'm kind of mad. That guy's a dick, isn't he? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's more along the lines of I'm really freaking jealous. I really and enjoyed the man. picture you posted of you at the track. You know, with the shoes and all, man. Huh? He. What? That was like ah, a couple weeks ago. I, I didn't see that picture. That was awesome. Anyway, but Andrew, the paint on the Buell looked good, by the way. Just want to let you know that. Applause uh, for the Buell. Yes. Yes. The hand clap on the Buell. Um, anyway. Uh, yeah. Oh, so, yeah, recap real quick. Um, Joe, what's the um, what's the event called? Rolls and Digs. The second annual Rolls and Digs. So, Rolls and Digs. And this right here, I don't know if you guys can see that. That is the uh, flyers that have been handing out. And where where is this event? This is in uh, Beach Bend, Kentucky. Beach Bend. So well, Bowling Green. Uh, it's the, it, it's in Bowling Green, Kentucky. It's exit twenty eight. There you go. Um, you get up there. Just again, jump on Google Maps or whatever. You'll get off at exit twenty eight. You'll go back in there. I've been here. I've been there a few times because I lived I lived in Bowling Green for a little while. I've been down that track as long as they prep it properly. <laughs> that's a really good damn drag strip. And is that is that a quarter mile track? It is a quarter mile. Yes, track. it is. So and that's that was really another point of mine. Yeah. I mean, that's a very well taken care of track. I mean, it's it's sticky. I mean, yeah. even it's yeah. Uh, that's why I'm a little nervous about that. I'll say this: it's not gonna be no spin. It's gonna be a If your car's not prepped, guys. you need to slip the clutch. I've seen an S2000 rip the rear end out of it, dumping the clutch wrong. So yeah. <laughs> don't be that guy and ruin you know yeah. the whole track you know for everybody. Oh, yeah. that, that took about an hour and a half to clean up. It sucked. That was not a fun day. It's anyway, awesome. So, anyways, uh, the drift expedition starts about four o'clock um, in the afternoon. So you know you get a lot of things done. We made a lot of people out there. You know, having uh, party foul. Hey, at least I know uh, you can hear us. Is this your yeah. first time here? Or what? Good, right? <laughs> More like third or whatever. <laughs> first time semi-sober. Allegedly. <laughs> Give us a minute. Hang yeah. on. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of classes there, guys. I mean, I'm going just to have fun. I'm yeah. honestly, I want to go there to, to test my, you know, my drag, you know, dragging abilities. I know I love the track days, but I've never really been 
on a track thing. Right. This actually, if you, uh, I've told this to a lot of guys who've jumped and started doing road racing and everything. This is the best way to test and to figure out how to do a start. Oh yeah. If you're one, if you're like you're getting into wheel racing or club road racing or whatever, you can go here and practice your starts, and we'll just worry about safety for time. Yes. That's all you, you. Who gives a damn about you know the length of the track when all you're wanting to do is work on starts? So. Pretty if much you, everybody else that's lined up against you. Pretty much, yeah. yeah nobody else gives a shit. But um, it's gonna. I'll tell you, if I have the ability, I'll be up there. Um, hopefully, I can get an SD card for the camera so I can come up and do video. And hopefully, I guess won't if you forget, really, if I do get it, I won't forget it like we did. If you um, really need one, let me know. I'll right that. But it's, that wasn't me. <laughs> 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 for some reason, the light's not blinking. <laughs> Damn it! And you okay. missed like my first time, my my second ever time riding in the dirt. What did you ride? That old tank of an XL 600R sitting outside. Oh, you wow. stop yeah. it! That tank, dude. Great tank. That tank. Great I'm tank. not kidding you. I told I I called it my the mistress when What'd I came up here. <laughs> I don't know. I think your other mistress got jealous. Bring it no, that's the white right mistress. Is the dirt bike? I'll run it. <laughs> you hear that, Shit. Tina? Well, <laughs> anyway. No, um, dude, bring the dude, bring the six hundred R up. Uh, I'm thinking about it. There dude, do it. I've never had it on a quarter mile track. Bring XR six hundred R, bring it up. I'm down. I just get you one of those sprockets about the same size as the rim. Yeah, the the six hundred R is actually a five speed. I'd, I'd be better off with a smaller sprocket. Hey, oh, hey, predators. predators! You know, predators. I blew it up. One predators, day. predators are winning. Predators are winning. Hey! So far. And hey, Andrew, you could say oh, that you were does. working on scrunch <laughs> and the rat was in the way. You can say that all you want, but you uh, still can't oh. get through turn one. Uh, <laughs> no, hold on, hold on. Did he go down? No. <laughs> I don't think. No, he didn't go no, down. No, no, no. He, 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 no, no. He paid full price this time. That's what I was talking about the other day. Okay, we've already derailed twice. We are going to put the uh, information on the Facebook page as well as the website for the Rolls and Digs event. Um, That way, and where everything is, so if you kind of forget where it is because we derail often, it'll be there. (laughs) Uh, That will be live at least by tomorrow morning, if not tonight. Yes. So definitely love to see a lot of people out there. It's pretty cool. Oh yeah, I want to see Namor out there, man. I want to see all these guys that are always talking smack about, man. I'm gonna smoke you, bring it, guys. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna be out there. You think you can beat me? Bring your ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, and you can do it in a way where you don't need to be looking over your shoulder. Wait, wait, wait. Will Amber be on the track? Amber's gonna be on the track. Bringing the Grom suit. <laughs> um, we all bring the Grom. Man, that's going to be an exciting race. Me! <laughs> I might actually win a drag race. <laughs> Joe, you'd be surprised. I drag race a lot. He does. Rarely do I win. <laughs> he was actually the first one to start talking about wanting to talk about drag racing on here. Yeah, I blew the 600 up uh, last year at, uh, at the Hill. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I sucked the tilt plate all the way through. Yeah, you drag raced me when we went riding. Yeah, we went. Wait, you drag raced me when we were riding. He didn't yeah. win, but that's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> he um, he, he hey, Justin said that, <laughs> uh, that the cars and bikes can line up against each other this year. Yes, yes, yes. Cars and bikes will—they'll be able to run each other. So 
that, that's gonna be really fun, man, because I'm you know I want to see a bunch of you guys that are like our damn thing ain't going anywhere. Yeah, bring your ass. <laughs> yeah, you keep talking <laughs> shit. Come on, I'll bring, I'll bring the naked bike up if you want. Yeah, I'll take a naked bike. Okay. Now, Come on. You best be part about that me. is yeah, fourteen thousand dollars. How much did you spend on yours? Exactly. <laughs> 14 grand was how, that was what your, like, the turbo setup on your motor was, right? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and I pull up and I'm like, what the fuck is this dirt bike? Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll get but, you, the, I'll get but, you to 120 feet. Quarter mile. Like, I got down that quarter mile track in 20.1 seconds. No, <laughs> you're the warm up. You're the one that lets them think they got an edge. Yeah. They do. <laughs> set, up, set the pins up and then you can let them come to me and Joe and here we go. Let's go. So. Yeah. Talking about Andy and his Buell moving into some news. Yes. Um, and again, thank you for sharing. Glad to have you there. Yes, absolutely. We'll talk more about it here in a bit. Um, Buell, Eric Buell Racing. We know it's had some issues here. Um, went under again. They are liquidating everything. They have not been able to secure another investor, and they are officially completely done. done. Wow. They got on. It's, it's very depressing because me, being the Buell fan, I hate it because apparently, other than the burger, um, <laughs> the American, you were just saying Buell again. Yeah. <laughs> so I hate it because America as a continent or as a country, not a country. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Have another. Have another. Uh, I, yeah. <laughs> in the room. I, I'm not I don't get it. America is the greatest continent in the world. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I hate it because apparently as America is a market, we will support anybody's sport bike but our own. And that really, slow. really pisses me off. So, <laughs> what? Because it's slow. That's about it now. Pinozo's fuel is real fast yeah. compared to me riding. <laughs> put it this way you put a really good rider on an EVR yeah. you're going to be really surprised it's it, it's it's a torquey beast man. yeah it, they're, it, they're it gone he, he let me uh, swing a leg over and he brought it uh, to the job one day here man I brought it for you right you sure about this man and, it, and it's just ready to go man god man you think maybe turn the turn it down turn the down the down the down said, no man it's, that's how they are they're ready to yeah. go I'm like okay you let off the clutch and it's going. And I'm out there. Don't get me wrong. Buells are amazing bikes. Strong, strong bike. You you can't compare it to an S1000R. You can't. If you're trying to compare an EVR to a full-on superbike, it's not going to work. No. Like, it's... I'll say, the thing about a Buell, like the XB series, you'll never outrun a 600. Never. You'll never outrun them in a straight line. I'll tell you what. Murder people in the corner. Murder people in the corner. In the bathroom. <laughs> Refrigerator is by the toilet. Bring a brew. But if you want a bike that isn't another Dixer, that isn't another CBR or an R1, the Buell's got its personality. It's got style to it. The Buell's got and it's an American-made bike. The new 1190 can can compete with modern thousands and that kind of stuff. But it's just the 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 market couldn't apparently the market couldn't support it right now. Um, if you look at an EVR or an EVR, the geometry is bang on for track days and that kind of thing. An XB12 Lightning is the damn geometry is just like a uh, 
250 GP block. So it's I guess it's just they're not well. I mean, they're not about, what people were were wanting. Right. We're talking about the market. The market can't support a lot of things right now. Case in point, the CBR 600 going away. Yeah. No one's really buying 600s. Not new ones, anyways. Oh, but yes, but I mean, I think that will have to come back. Man, to be honest with you, there's gonna be yeah. too many people that. Well, there, there has to be enough. Of, well, the, not's not entirely true. Well, no, yeah, they are killing it worldwide. They're killing um, the CBR worldwide. Just the CBR 600 worldwide. Just for the sheer fact that. Worldwide, it's not selling. Mm-hmm. It's selling here in the states, but the way Honda does their development and they do all the um, development costs and everything, they spread it all the way worldwide. Mm-hmm. The United States market is the only one buying it. Honda USA didn't want to pay for the entirety of the development, right? Because so basically, what it is, it's uh, Euro Five. Yeah, their emissions tax totally missed that one. Brandon, you can tell Brandon isn't the one throwing the cans here all the time. So, in order to, to meet the emissions for Euro 5, um, the equipment's going to get heavier. And in order to make decent... God! Y'all sorry, are sorry. In order to make decent power on the CBR to make up for the heavier emissions, they've got to redesign the entire bike entirely. Really? So for the emissions? Yeah. yeah, because of that. Because the, the cans and the cats are just getting that much heavier. Well, hell, I mean, look at the new Jixxer, you know, can. And the Colombian. Right. Phone Beautiful thing. It's, it's all right there in the can. You That's take the that off. Part. You can take that off real quick. That's yeah. why the reason why SV650 cans are so huge. Yeah. cats in the can. Yeah. Oh, really? but, oh, yeah. The catalytic conversion needs also the SV650 from the can. No, I, I noticed that um, a friend of mine has a, a brand new uh, ZX6. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And my cat was so, in, like, that big square-looking box yeah. Uh, yeah. underneath my underneath my bike. Yeah. And I told him, I was like, yeah, just take that off. That's your cat. He goes, no, man, my cat's in my header pipe. And I was like, yep. what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it's in my header And I looked, and damn sure enough, the cones were in the header yep. pipe. I was like, gay. Yeah, it's terrible. The only people that think it's gay, uh, that take offense to that, are the guys behind Euro 5 and the emissions test. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. I mean, you, know, you got to sit there and cram that <laughs> stuff out, and then, you know... That's gay. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> Will for the win. <laughs> hey, you don't need to. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Nothing's anything wrong with that. Whoever person yeah. wants to love is their own business. That's right. That's absolutely so, uh, because of that, in order to make up for the uh, the weight, they have to increase the power, which means they've got to redesign the entire bike. Like Daniel said, they base the uh, designs and concept basically on a global scale. So, that's why the CBR is going It's away. just not a global bike. Never, and... This is one of the big reasons why they're thinking really hard about turning World Supersport into a middleweight naked bike class. Mm-hmm. Because they sell an app. Oh, dude. They sell an absolute selling. metric ton mm-hmm. of middleweight nakeds overseas. I mean, the majority of the bike, even here in the U, well, at least yeah. what I've seen, majority of the bikes being sold right now are the naked bikes. FZ07. You saw FZ07. I saw track two track. super bike. I saw a super bike and a super stock build. FZ07 this weekend. That Superbike FZ07 surprised the ever-loving shit out of me. Yeah, the FZ07, is that the two-cylinder? That's the two-cylinder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, this dang. thing was, I mean, the guy had probably <laughs> 25, 30 grand in the bike, but this thing was flat. Is that all? On a two-cylinder? Jeez, what was he? Shit, I'd have put at least 50 in that. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, this guy had full-on R1 front end with custom valving, Brembo brakes, front and rear, mm-hmm. Olin's front and yeah, rear. But he, but he spent that much money. 
how fast was he? He was getting Was he getting Like, for what it was, like, he's not going to get anybody in a straight line. No. Okay, fine. Through the corners, the only people that really wanted some in the corners with that guy were the amateur racers and the instructors. I don't know, man. Pinozo said a, a, a fellow was running a 300 doing the same shit. I'm not kidding. Like, for real. <laughs> I mean, like, there's some... How much money did he have in that 300? Nothing, uh, probably, the way those three things are. Right. But I'm not kidding you. The, like, the lightweight, the middleweight naked <laughs> market is so huge worldwide <laughs> because you've got Triumph with that 765 speed triple that's mm-hmm. going to run Moto2 motors. You've got the GSR 750 from Suzuki. You've got the CB650 from Honda. You've got... What the Z800 Z, No, fuck the Z800. Z900, <laughs> so you got the Z650. Yeah, the Z650. Let's That's forget the Z800 existed. Yeah, <laughs> you've got Ducati running the 797 Monster. You've got Aprilia with the 850 Shiver. You, every manufacturer that the wants what? to make money. Yeah. Another bike to forget. Another bike to forget. But still, there's a market to race that because that's what they sell the most of. Honestly, I'm excited for it. Just for the sheer fact, because you can get elbows out, bar banging. It's going to look like old school super bike racing. Like when everybody's running CB900s. Now shit. I can take I'm my just, bike out there. Yeah, you can take the hyper out there. <laughs> yep. But I'm not kidding you. Like, I am beyond excited for that. If that if they actually do that, sign me up. I'm ready to go. Cause All in. Because naked bikes racing, it's when you first see it, it's naked such a... Racing. It's such a mind fuck. Naked Because you're like, that's what I'm thinking. I don't think I've ever seen naked like, bike racing. Well, I've, I've, seen, I've, seen, I've seen a whole field of Harley racing. <laughs> Who's naked? Yeah, XR 1200 series. <laughs> right. The XR 1200. That was some of the My best bike. racing for the weekend. Can you believe they took the whole naked podium? bike racing. Yeah, that was the only bike they had. Actually, the sad thing. Brought to you by you. There you go. The sad thing about the XR 1200 racing series. That was the biggest payoff for the whole AMA that year. Really? That what? A, the XR1200 race, if you won the championship, oh, the XR1200, the XR1200 with all that shit, the payout from Vance and Hines was 65 grand. Win the championship. Bankrupted them after the first one. <laughs> well, no, because Vance and Hines makes more money. Ah! They're fine. But what? Uh, they tied uh, up? It's, it's only games. It's actually what, still the first period. Anyway, sorry, we're watching the Brand. We're all right. updates on the Brand's game. So. The way, I mean, yeah, yeah. the way that they're doing everything now, there's zero purse money for wins in AMA, oh, which is the right. way it's the way it's done over in Europe. You make all your money off sponsors. All right, your money. There's zero purse money there. Yeah, but that, that makes it hard for the privateers. Uh, <laughs> for your privateers, exactly. yes. But see, the thing is, it's cheaper to get in, and with no purse money, you work with your sponsors, and you get better sponsorship, and you get better that. Dunlop themselves, they cut the contingency money. They're not paying contingency. They dropped the price of their tires 40%. That's huge. And I, so, hear, I hear a lot of people all the time say, man, I do this shit for free. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Amber <laughs> says, hello, gentlemen, and Joseph. Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, hi. <laughs> really? So, so one one <laughs> comment that you made earlier, Chris, was that no one's buying new CBR 600s. No. Is that because the old CBR 600s are so low? There, well, good question. Well, well, I well, think a lot of it is. Cover this part of it. <laughs> yeah, I think a lot of it is. No one wants to spend twelve thousand dollars on a new six hundred. No, exactly. I don't. That, I, that, that's, <laughs> that's a good point. I mean, you can buy. You can spend twelve thousand dollars on a six hundred, and you spend three, and four more thousand dollars, and get a hell of a fucking you know, two more if you want a new Gypsy one thousand. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, but I mean, the thing is, I mean, people got to understand, man. Especially if you've never ridden, man. When I work at Sloan's, yeah, dude. 
these guys would come in with mommy and daddy's money and buy the R1 or, you know, the booses, and I'm just like, dude, you have any silk to them. Well, I mean, I was in service. I was in service. So I didn't there you go. I mean, yeah. but, uh, we, we would take... We'd PDI take, money for you. We'd sit there and take... We'd take the we'd take side bets. I'm like, I'll give them a month. Oh, we'll yeah. With a wreck estimate. Sure yeah. enough, man. Yeah. They come in there and put it on crutches yeah. and a wheelchair, but I need I need a wreck estimate. They're like, how did you get the 600? Yeah. Well, <laughs> at the same time, you know, 600s now, a 2017 600 puts out more power than a 2005 600 ever did. Right? Well, see, it's, it's, it's getting scary. 600, like the new R6, 115, 120, somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, one thousandths, 135. Boom. Mm-hmm. So a stat is when Honda started developing the inline four motor, their goal was to make 100 horsepower out of 1,000 cc's. I like this. He's taking us back. Back in the time. Back in the time. Which we'll so start now, doing here in just a minute. So now the... The CBR 600 out of the box is making how many horsepower? 110-ish. No, a little more than that. 115-ish. See, like Honda's that. really weird about releasing well, yeah, their power. I mean, I can't say that because I had a CBR 1000 and it was like hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> the AC, the Japanese 600 is making anywhere from 115 <laughs> to 122. Right. Somewhere yeah. in, on, like, on, the dyno, on like, the magazine page. Yeah, on the actual wheel dyno, they're probably making 105. Right. So, but honestly, do you need anything more than that? No. I'm going to tell you right now, no. <laughs> the average street rider out there Shit. can't handle 150 horsepower out of 1,000 cc's. No. It's not mm-hmm. happening. Well, that's, that's why That's why you have <laughs> ABS, wheelie control, and traction control. I'm all for it, by the way. <laughs> I don't think anyone in this room, like and I'm being fully honest, right. I don't think anyone in this room can truly ride a 600 to its uttermost limit. No, no, no. Oh, no. Yeah. The, you have to be in the 99 percentile. You know, that, that brings a point. You know what I, well, I told you guys, I, what I bought for a track bike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's R6. <laughs> snort! Snort! Breathe, dude. So, you want to ride Lyndon's name is Snort. Lyndon's name is Snort. There we go. Oh, he got a nickname. He's got a nickname. What was the conversation? Well, yeah, what was, what was, it, was, it, was the conversation? It was just funny. Because he, he said, no one can ride a 600 to its full potential. And I turned to look at Will and I said, <laughs> it was just like I've surpassed that limit. <laughs> Is it 600 cc Honda? Well, CBR. Okay, a 600 cc sport. Rider. You have to be a full-on top-level super sport rider to get really? everything out. There's no way on God's green earth a normal person can get it. There's no. no way. No. No way. No. You got right. to reach down to that throttle stop. Well, it's one of those things you. <laughs> you got to hang on that some bitch to, to take off. I tell everybody <laughs> 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 Any 600 rider can talk a mean game. You jump on a racetrack. Especially track, when they can go 200 miles an hour. Yeah. You jump on, <laughs> shit. Yeah. You jump on a racetrack. I saw all 210 on my 600. Yeah. You yeah. can jump on a racetrack and do a track day on a 600. You will get embarrassed really quick. Absolutely. You'll have an instructor come around you on the outside yeah. on the same bike you're on at 30 miles an hour faster. That is a humbling experience. Oh, trust me. When I was at NCM, yep. and, uh, there was a, I, was, I don't know if I want to say her name or not, but. Uh, Stacy? Oh, we'll say it. No, Stacy was. Uh, <laughs> you said Shannon. I'm like, it's Stacy. Stacy was in front of me Stacey and fucking, Shannon. you know, tucked down in the corner in oh. a buck 30, and she just turns around and lets one arm go, turns around and looks at me, and 
And I'm sitting there praying God. God, please take, please take, please take. And she just sits there and turns around and looks at me. She goes, all right, tap the tail. And then rubs her hands along the damn rumble strips and then takes off. I'm like, yep. Jesus. I want a 1K. And she just, bow. Yeah, I'm like, well, she can't pass. Well, maybe the same track there. She came past it was, me. It was the tires, man. No, it wasn't the tires. <laughs> I was on the same fucking tire she was. I tried to dive into turn one with her on my S1000R. Yeah. We went through turn one. I was like, okay, she got me a little bit. We came back through on the left. She got me a little bit more. Yep. And I rolled in. She was gone. I was like, all right, cool, whatever. No worries. I'll see you later. But uh, it's just... It's 600, man. I'm telling you. 600 is a hell of a lot more than people think they are. It, they, they are, especially like, you know, on a, on a very close uh, or small track with a oh, lot of corners. Talladega and shit. Yeah. Oh. I mean, you know, it's one, one K is going to be heavier, so you're going to have to really work to flip yeah. it over back and forth. And then you got to have, you know, worry about, you know, back in my head, when I had my bike out there, I was always like, oh my God, I'm gonna, the back end is going to just come out if I get too hard in it. I did 600, man, with my big heavy ass on it. I ain't. Jack! And I ain't really gonna worry about it. That much. <laughs> you are the trash can. <laughs> exactly. You and I are gonna talk later. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are gonna talk later because August will we'll chit chat. Alright. Alright. August is when is the goal for this one here. Yeah. That one there, August. Yes. Oh, so, really? for Jack yes. Let's, uh. And you too. Yeah, let's I'll, get back I'll, on I'll jump on, I'll jump on the August boat. Alright. August boat it is. You want, we, everyone who wants to jump on the August boat, we'll, I will discuss Bring what's going on. All right, let's wrap this oh, up and actually yeah. get back on topic. Okay. Because okay. we derailed bikes for quite a while. Okay. Um, let's get, now that we've talked all about the new stuff, let's go back into the time, back to the future. Wait, 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 wait. What is it? Back to the future. What's it sound like? It like, Brap. Brandy Water Reprise. That's the best part. Alright, so going back to the future, Whoa. where did we leave off? We left off in what was the 70s and 80s. We were about the 80s. The 80s. He was really looking forward to it. Oh, the 80s. The good 80s year. were a good day. Decade. Decade for motorcycle. 80s and the 90s, actually. The 80s, really? yeah. 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 Let's, not skip ahead the, let's not skip ahead to the 90s, because we got to hit the 80s, we got to hit the 10s. Okay. Well, we'll get Boom. to the terror. We'll start in the let's early start 80s. Let's start in Ron Barron's own stage, Hank Lipscomb. 1978. Popular now, but we're actually older. One of them we'll talk about was uh, forced induction on bikes. Yeah. What's the current forced induction uh, induced H2. bike? H2. H2. And hopefully Suzuki will come up with something soon. Well, okay, we're going to stop on that for a quick second. They've got the patent for it, but it's not going to be anything like an H2. It's going to be a small CC. It's going to be a 588 parallel twin. What? Hang on a minute, but it's going to have the power of a 600 and the weight of like a 250. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so like 110 horsepower on a bike that weighs 300 pounds. Kawasaki's also got small displacement <laughs> yeah. turbocharged bikes uh, patented as well. Yeah, they got the uh, six... No, that's a small bike. Yes. Yeah, like the 600. Bike. I think it's... So, uh, I think it's a little bit smaller than that. Why, but, why would you put a turbo on a, a, a little twin like that? Like, making slow bikes go not that slow. No, making... <laughs> 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 We're in a business making slow, slow bikes go not that slow. Think making power weight. displacement Power to weight. Yeah. That is There's no replacement for displacement. displacement. Actually, there is. <laughs> if you're shoving that displacement in there as fast as you can. Hang on. It's, there is a 
replacement for displacement. It's called boost. Yes. I so, give you 800 horsepower Hondas. You, you're talking 800 horsepower Honda cars. I can get, I, I, you can get a turbo 600 pushing 200 horsepower. Uh, that's yes. not derail too much. Yeah. We'll right. well, <laughs> yeah. have that discussion in a later day. Yeah. We're going to rename Daniel from the track rat to Captain <laughs> Derail. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. So, going back to the turbocharging, the first, or as I know, the first production turbocharged bike was a Kawasaki. Yep. And it was the Z1. Z1R, to be exact. Really? 1978, they came out with a turbocharged oh, version. That was before I was born. Yeah. So, imagine that. Turbocharged on spaghetti tubes. No, not even spaghetti too. Like spaghetti frame. Yeah. Damn that. Yeah. It's like a steel, yeah. steel frame flexing. Yeah. Like bad yeah. metallurgy and too yes. much power. It's sold. I mean, yes. It about as much as yeah. like the, the H2 cells, you know. Yeah. Enough for the demand for the ones on the showroom floor mostly to disappear, but not enough to you know sell 250. So, yeah. so that that turbo bike was that an inline four? Yes. yes. It's a Z1000 with yeah. a turbo on. So uh, was it wicked cool? Yep. The turbo wasn't looking cool, but okay. the motor was. The turbo was air cooled, gotcha. no wastegate, no intercooler, yeah. any of that. And but the motor itself was looking cool. The cool thing was, if you had a Z1 and you wanted to turbocharge it, there were several companies selling the kits. Yep. So you could take a stock Z1 and turn it to a Z1R PC. Actually, the guy that, like the main Z1R guy in the country, before he passed tragically, mm-hmm. lived in Gallatin. He really? Was, oh yeah, he was the man. He was actually a customer of mine at Castle, mm-hmm. yeah, and I didn't know that he had passed until the Misfits were had dude that had the yeah. Z1R guy. And actually, I mm-hmm. I knew he had passed, but I didn't know what he was known for. Oh, he I he looked when he was buying parts for me. He always threatened to let me have a go on one, but he never had mm-hmm. the one that he wanted to bring and let me ride. He never had it with him. But you nicest guy in the world. He knew his shit. He had one of these damn things pushing 275 horsepower. I mean, nuts so what? And again, he'd walk in and this is, he had a white. He'd have on like a white drag racing weekend T-shirt, blue jeans, and a hat. I I look up, here he comes, and just nicest guy in the world. And he brought one of the bikes by that he was working on, steel braided lines. I mean, everything was perfect. It was gorgeous. And he was like, yeah, this one. I've got three more at the house. Jesus Christ. Right. But no, I'm not kidding you. That Z1R. Well, that's that was a dirty girl oh. right there. That was a mean motherfucker. I just yep. couldn't imagine putting that much power down on that skinny tire. Right. Old it's fun a and lot. And on a two <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that old, you know, yeah. twin shots, right? Twin shots. Yeah, twin shots. Okay. <laughs> and two years <laughs> later, yeah, Kawasaki on the Z1000 also came out with the first production fuel injected bike. Yep. Yeah, they can build a nasty fuel injected motor, but they can't oh, make yeah. the damn thing handle for yeah, shit. You, you can't make <laughs> like that. Until right? yeah. so, like oh, now. Yeah. So, Daniel, describe what a, a race bike looked like in 1982. 1980, 1982. Okay, it didn't have any fairings on it. It was Freddie Spencer rode a CB900, punched out to a 1012 with gold wing front forks on it. Um, everybody was running naked bikes. It was either Z1000s or CB900s or GS1100s. Sometimes you had a little bit of a fairing. Actually, sometimes there was a full fairing. There, most of the time, sometimes there was full fairing. Most of the time for AMA Superbike, there wasn't. Um, uh, for God's sakes, BMW was winning with the boxer motor in those days. But you said AMA Superbike. Yeah. Back then, uh, weren't they on the circuit? 
Yes, sir. Uh, if the they weren't just street bike fans. No, that that was when they switched to where you had your flat track racer championship, you've got your motocross championship, you've got your road racing championship. So that's when they actually separated yeah. all three. Seven, the late seventies and early eighties is when it all separated out. Where okay, you had your pure. This is what this is what you're doing. So what was the first bike that won won AMA Superbike? You know, it was a BMW. It was Rage Primo on a BMW yep. it was R90. R100. R90. R90. Well, yeah. that was yeah. a mono shot conversion. It was a mono shot conversion on an R90 dual front discs, um, punched out to a guy. It was an air cooled parallel twin or monster yeah. twin. Yeah, it was punched out to like an 1150 or a 1225, something stupid. Yeah. But it was pushing like 85 horsepower and 60 something pound feet of torque with no brakes, no rubber, nothing. It was just a motor and you just hang on. So it was. Yes, baby. Track rat, rain, <laughs> rain man over here. Rain man. <laughs> I've been called sport bike rain man, rain man for years. But actually, there was that Naked Speed uh, TV show mm-hmm. that was on Velocity. One of the one of the groups that built the bike built an R90 and got Reg Pridmore to ride it. And he was like, "This feels exactly like it was yep. back in the day." Wow. And actually, so, he did have a chance to ride the original bike. That he he did. Yep. He did it down in Birmingham yep. or something like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh um, um, yeah. So CB nine hundred, Z one thousands, whatever Suzuki is, uh, the GS one thousand, eleven hundreds with Wes Cooley on board. Yes. So you know, up until a certain point, what was it nineteen eighty two? Really, right around eighty three, all the race bikes looked like that. And, yeah. You know, there's still those frame uh, tube frames, and then something happened. Yeah, I yeah. know what it was. Well, the first thing was they created the radial tire. That's it. Yes. And now, not only were the engines putting out more power than the frame could handle, the tires were grabbing better than the frame could handle. Hence the reason why when you see old school GP 500cc footage, if they crash, it's usually a high side and the guy goes up 20 feet in the air and Mm -hmm. comes down. They're praying and they're looking at the angels as they come down. Punk and chunky. Yeah, punk and chunky. <laughs> Definitely. And everything slows down and they ponder the error of their ways. They're looking they're looking at the ground going, Oh, this is gonna suck. That looks really far away. Yeah. Much. <laughs> How much are they paying me for this? Actually the only person that I've ever heard say they don't pay me enough for this was Kenny Roberts yeah. riding that T Z seventy Yeah. Which was a crazy well, that was a dumb road idea bike anyway. as it was, too. Yeah, that was a dumb idea. Anyway. Yeah. But so with the advent of the radial tire, they created the steel frame, the perimeter frames yep. that we see on pretty much every sport bike now. Yep. Uh, of course, they've gotten lighter and stronger throughout the years, but really the rigidity still has to have some flex for to create. Very light. It's another form of the su- suspension. Yep. It's, you so when you're to... leaned over, as you're going around the corner, not only is your suspension working, but it can't work the same way, so the flex... In your frame actually acts as suspension to keep the tires where they're supposed to be. You know, I, I noticed that on uh, on the H2, and I didn't know if it was mainly because of the single sided wing arm mm-hmm. or what, but I, you know, I, I took. You can't drive Joey's bike? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, God. I had it for about two weeks. Uh, yeah. Yes, you did. But, uh, uh, <laughs> and you I, didn't call me? What the fuck, <laughs> man? And I took an on ramp and. I was probably a little bit faster than I should be, but allegedly. You know, you're going at the perfect speed limit for that bike. Exactly. And I could, I mean, compared to, because that's going to be tough. Yeah. So, 
and single side swing on and I'm leaning over and I'm just like and I feel the whole bike just dancing with me. I'm like, Anyway, but see the thing is, do you know what started the trellis break? Was Bimoda and Harris and Spondin and all Harris, these all of these engineering firms over over in Europe <laughs> that were trying yeah that yeah. were trying to build frames for super bike <laughs> for actual because it wasn't a pure super bike. alcohol abuse this is strike two the phone's out of here who's which guy that's Lennon <laughs> but so because instead of like super bike where you had to run a production frame <coughs> Formula One rules so you had to run the motor but you could come up with a frame and a swing it doesn't matter so the motor Spawn and Harris all those guys were building full on race frames and they bolt these motors up to it. You have nasty damn Kawasaki, Honda, and Suzuki motors, and they put these in, the, in these frames, and they hand it. I'm like, whoa, wait a minute. Ooh, this is the way you can do this. So if you ever see a Spawn in their Harris frame on eBay for nothing, get it. Get yeah, it. Doesn't so, matter. It does not matter what it fits. Get it. Yep. I'm going to take an aside here, just in case one of our beloved misfits are listening. Yes. When we were on their show, they asked us what our up-the-butt bike is. Yes. Our what? Up Basically, the butt bike. up the butt bike. This is the bike you would take it up the butt to have oh, it that my good. Goodness. Yeah. Not my yeah, original answer. Right, buddy. Yeah, you're, yeah, <laughs> my you're original right answer was the EJS A7R. I shared this. I got to remove my daughter from the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, the bike you do anything for. So. <laughs> I'm gonna. If you're listening, I'm gonna change that because I was just reminded like? of the Harris Harrier. <laughs> yes. I would do that for a Harris Harris Harrier. Harrier. I would yes. do a lot of dirty things for that. There's bike. a lot of dirty illegal things I would do for a Harris or a Spawn. I don't yes. know about take one up there. Hey man, what yeah. do you do in the privacy of your own room? Yeah, who cares? I mean, but the, uh, with, the, that cute, the, with that cute little watch, you know, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk about that bike in a little bit. Okay, we're not stealing their patented. Term, no, but we're just I'm just talking. answering that now since yeah. we're talking about Harris. Well, my well, yeah. that bike for me kind of wrote, there's like a, a little portion thing. You just <laughs> right. spin it, and we'll figure it out. But <laughs> oh. see, with, with the, then with the F1, you had it was the like, RBF. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. Okay, I'm out. Like someone's coming down here. Like, see you later. Yeah. What? You're leaving for real? No. <laughs> like I was like, he's about to go take it up the butt or something. Oh! <laughs> I thought I heard a, I thought I heard a UPS truck show up. <laughs> the local shop was calling him. It's like, so we heard what you said. Hey, yeah. You can't so, Anyway, so the framework, um, everything changed in early to mid '80s because of the, the change in power and grip yeah. and sheer amount of power. Yeah. Um, then again. That first radial was actually created, and thank you for the Eeyore for doing the. Uh, Eeyore did all the legwork on this, so yeah. There's always he, so much I remember. Yeah. Uh, I'm like Rain Man over here. Uh, Shut the up. first radial motorcycle racing tire was actually created by Pirelli for the VF1000R. VF1000R. That was that uh, goofy one with the 16 inch front end and all that weird shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, at the time there was there wasn't a traditional tire size. See, the, the fun thing about those bikes is they make great resto bikes. Oh yeah. There's oh. a they are huge over oh, Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a huge market for those. Huh? Those are great bikes. Oh right. yeah. They're, they're bulletproof and they're if you do it right they're great. VF1000R, yeah. old right. school. 
So what truly changed the world of uh, sport bikes? Before, yeah. before we go anywhere else, the BF1000R, that was a V4. It's basically the original Interceptor. Yep. It is the original. Yes. It is the original. Yep. That was right. way before the CBR was ever even thought of. That was the race bike. And that's what Honda was racing yes. in their, what, what was their Formula big, One. The Formula One class? Yeah, mm-hmm. the Formula One group. Yeah. And, and that was, that was mid-80s? Yeah. Nice. Mid to late 80s. They're running out. That they ran in the Formula One stuff. They ran an RBF 850. Yeah. Which is one of those things like if you you will never see one and not in a museum. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. They just aren't that many. They just don't show up anywhere else. Yeah. Um, but you, dude, that is the best phone holder I have ever seen. That's right. Fantastic. And it's RBF eight fifty. Yeah. What year model? 84 ish. Okay. There. All right. That early. Yeah. It's um, that early. Joey Dunlop won a bunch of Isle of Man TTs and a bunch of Irish Road races on that damn thing. What was the oval piston Honda? I that's, know the skipping, NR, that's the NR750. We'll talk about that later. Yeah, we're yeah. skipping like 10 years later. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. talk about that later. So, we got more power <laughs> coming out. We got radial tires. The Japanese manufacturers couldn't be outdone by Kawasaki with their Z1000R. few others made it. <laughs> oh, he's out of alcohol. It's that small. <laughs> oh no, it's a sad day. Are they all gone? So, be the lead you win, be run. Oh no, he's up I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> so, Honda and Suzuki jump in the game too. Yeah. Uh, Suzuki takes the, what was it? Um, I can't remember what Suzuki is. The, the, the turbocharged bike Suzuki did back in the 80s. I suddenly can't remember. That Arguably the best looking one. Because Honda had the CX650 turbo. Yep. Which they took the weirdest bike to turbocharge. But CX-650. no, but they were running flat track with that bike back in the day, too. Yeah, but still, the weirdest bike you could possibly well, I'm not arguing that, but that's what they were using it for. Kawasaki did the GPZ, which was yeah. the forerunner of the Ninja. Um, yes, I'm going to need some of that. The Kawasaki. <laughs> 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 yeah. Some bullshit. You said the GPZ. Okay. Yeah, GPZ 900. GPZ 900. Turbo. Yep. Jesus. A race bike? Turbo on a good sweet tea, run. man. Right? I need some of that sweet tea. Fruit tea. That's probably good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about that. Yeah. What was the so, turbo? Was I can't the, remember what it was. Was it, was it the 650? It was the 650 also. They're all pretty They're much all like medium weight bikes. Yes. Yeah. Weird bikes to choose, but they did it. Yeah. Uh, Josh, we don't clean it all. It's okay. What, you're not <laughs> germs you're not don't exist enough? in this tea. Yeah. I'm trying to get sick. Whatever. Like, don't pass it that way. <laughs> she anyway, she already uh, got sick. If I'm gonna take it, up. <laughs> anyway. I'm gonna leave that comment out. <laughs> anyway, so we're at the turbo bikes. Suzuki had the GS. Yeah, was it a fruit too? Yeah. Was it a 650? I'm pretty sure it was a 650. 650. It was. So Emma will email us. He's like, "No, you fucking idiots." No, no we're, that would have been like four, yeah. was it? No, it'd have been a four. Yeah. No. Was it a four? It'd have been a four. Yeah. The, the GPZ was too. Okay. Yeah. Um. But that being said, that wasn't enough to really shake things up. So in 1985, Suzuki. Yes! Suzuki entered the game after yes. after running the Katana for so long, when the Katanas were cool. Yeah. Can the Katanas. Can the Katanas. Well, when the Katanas were actually badass. <laughs> 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 Anyways, um, we're not going to look at that thing. 
Yeah, whose piece I sh- Oh, shit. Anyway. Why is that bitch on fire by a real goddamn bike? Yeah. Anyways. Throw his name out there. No, we're not going to let him spot. No, we're not going to have to. Thieves! It's thieves! Alan! 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 So it's Steve! Alan! So Suzuki goes ahead and blows, blows everything out of the water by bringing us the GSXR 750. Yes! GSXR 750 in 85. 85. We'll talk about bomb drop. Two colors. That was Traditional was red, white, and blue. Red and white. Red and white. Yes. White wheels. The three lines on that was watching a uh, no. show where they uh, actually found one that was not, it hadn't been you know, redone. It just, it was. Pristine? Pristine. It had like you know, 10,000 miles on it. And this dude wrote it, and he wrote it with, uh, along with his buddy with a new 750. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was, yeah, he was like, man, this is. I've, I've watched that video. Yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, man, that, that is so cool. Though. Yeah. It, the old school, those GSXRs, mm-hmm. it was. It was game changer. In sport bike, because we're all kind of talking about sport bikes. This was the first real. First real, yeah, quote unquote, sport bike, because yeah. when it came out, it looked like the old, like the endurance bikes that everybody was drooling over. Like those old cool Kawasaki Z, KZ 1100s running in like World Endurance over in uh, France and everything. Looked like something from Star Wars. Yes. So this drops, and they're like, oh, wait, we've got this for the street. And you can buy it and just like that. And buy this for like 3500 four four grand? Seven and a half minutes ago, you said the first real sport bike was the (laughs) DS. No, 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 no. The first, like, true sport bike was a VF. That was available to the said was 50 sport was that, dot. Was that sport dot. It's what started. Forward. Yeah. It's really what started the whole sport bike yeah. class. Uh, and it also came in an 1100. Guys riding wheelies across the town. That too. Yeah. <laughs> if you can wheelie really a, a classic GSXR 750, 85, 86 GSXR 750, Don't heads out for Please don't to keep it up don't long. Don't starve it for oil because ah. best of luck to your rebuild net. Yeah. Yeah. Finding yeah. parts for it. Or finding parts for it. Or coming down and trying nope. to rebuild for it. Don't call Will for that one. Don't throw that one out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I could probably hook you up with someone to find some of those parts. Not all of them, but some of them. I don't need them. That 93 is about the oldest you go. Not even if you bring them here. Yeah. <laughs> 93 is all he wants. Oh, speaking of 93, what year what, what year are we at right now? This is 85. 85, 85 yes. 86. 85, 86. So 85 really He's working up something. Right I can't wait for this. I know, I know. So 85, 86. What year did they drop the CB750 down to the CB700? That was during the tariff. Yep. That was like 83? So, that was 87. That was, yeah, that was later. That was late 80s. So, late 80s. In, in the late 80s, I, I I remember right, and I probably have so it here. Motley Crue White Snake. Not in there. Motley Crue White Snake, she's, on the, she's dancing on the jag. That's Hell yeah. So, not only was the 80s some awesome fucking music. It was some awesome music. Brad, do you agree with me? I'm sorry? There was some awesome fucking music out of the 80s. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It got surpassed greatly by the music of the 90s. Hey I was I was into the wizards and demons and shit and with the Dio and uh, you know it's funny. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> where the hell are you going with this? He's talking about music back in the Did you have the van with the Wizards and Dragons? Oh shit no man. I was, oh I was, okay. I was, I was like, Fourteen years old. Okay. So you no. wanted the van though. Right. He, you know, he, he did it, right? He, 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 he,
I wasn't into the guys wearing pink lipstick, man. I was not a poison fan. No. Uh, what? In, no, man. No. Yeah. You, I did, I did, you I did are like ashamed a long time. Listen, man. Hey, listen. I like I like the crew, but yeah. but not Vince Neil. Oh yeah. Hey, why okay, you okay, we're <laughs> a little bit here, but yeah. I'm gonna say this. I just learned that Quiet Riot's uh, "Come On, Bring the Noise." Wasn't oh, their song? No, 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 no. That was uh, that was Twisted Sister. No, 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 no. Come on, feel the noise. Was was uh, originally recorded by yeah. Slade. Yeah, Slade. Yeah. in 1973. Slade. I found that. And when you hear when you hear Slade's version, you go, "Why did Quiet Riot redo it exactly like?" <laughs> and you know what I thought immediately as I was listening to that? Probably ten seconds into the song, my childhood is gone. Is what? My childhood. It's gone. Oh, I know. I know. Yeah, so, like, anyway, really? Metallica's doing a world tour right now. Hey. Yeah, I know. With, and he said, my childhood, not Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, let's get back into the oh, mics. Oh, He's back. We, <laughs> there we go. Sorry. So, what year are we at? 1987. Harley-Davidson's uh, sales are starting to decline. Hard to believe, I know, right? <laughs> well, it's only because they are owned by a bowling ball. Right. Harley-Davidson oh, sales are declining, and they are You're not doing that. So okay. They're no. blaming the Japanese manufacturers for building bikes that not only sell better, better price, and run better. Wait, so you're telling me the Japanese make better bikes that are cheaper, that are faster to stop quicker, and are lighter? And don't leak. Holy shit. And run all the time. And start on the button every time. What are we going to do about that? Yeah, the, so, per- the perfect amount of bike. What are we going to do about that? So, Harley-Davidson <laughs> goes to the U.S. federal government. The government. And they... Make a bitch about it, and they actually have a tariff introduced on motorcycles brought into the U.S. over 750 cc. And they definitely tried to do that shit again about the year ago. Oh yeah. yeah. So <laughs> what happened? Oh no, that wasn't Harley Davidson. No, that was somebody we'll, else. We'll get into that one. Congress who didn't know the fuck they were doing. That was all about beef. Yeah. They had a beef because of beef. Anyway, we'll get into that. We already called so, good guy. Beef. So, 87 motorcycles. So 750 cc's. There's a tariff now. What happens? Harley Davidson, they got this. They're laughing. It's like you won't be able to sell your Jap bikes here in the U.S. no more. And everyone comes out with what? Seven hundred. Seven hundred. Boom. Yeah. That's why the CD seven fifty. That's why the CD seven fifty turns to the CD seven hundred. Nighthawk. The Nighthawk. Yeah. Which is a badass. Which is a badass. Those are bad. Those are good looking bikes. All right. So if you remember the Nighthawk, then you also remember the CB nine hundred. What was it, an F? F. That's the, that's the sport version. Yeah. Boom. A little bit bigger, way more expensive because of the tariff, right? Yeah. You want to talk about a nasty bitch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Franklin, uh, the guy in Franklin Moto? Yeah. 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 He's got, got one. one. I fucking rode with him, and that bike is perfect. Oh, yeah. God. That bike is The nice. first time I went to go visit him, I was actually talking about his Nighthawk, and he was telling me how that was his first bike, and that uh, he actually ended up finding this bike. He, oh, he told us the only time he ever wanted another one was if it was the exact same year and color. Yeah. It's, like it's red right and black. Yeah. It's red and black. And it's still got the adjustable bar. Dude, which this is badass. Thing is gorgeous. Dude, a, yeah. God, that He bike. got yeah. it for a fucking song, too. He didn't yes. pay shit for that bike. Like, I'm like, I've seen it. It's a perfect. 
And uh, JC, we're, we'll be talking to you real yes, soon about being on the show. We'll talk to you real soon. We're coming on the ride. Yes. If we, we could ever, like, ride, have, right? if we could ever have it was on a weekend Sunday, where I'm not Sunday. working. If someone could, you know, yeah, throw me like a CB750 to yeah. ride, that would be awesome. <laughs> it rained. I got a CB750, but Angel's not locked up. <laughs> <laughs> it did rain. We were going to go. Uh, anyway. Anyway, back to the back to the so, <laughs> so Tara <laughs> comes out, Honda comes out with yeah. a CB seven hundred. Uh, the Barago goes from a seven fifty to a seven hundred, and actually the seven fifty was a better bike. Yeah. Uh, let me see what else was that? Uh, was that the uh, which one? Nine twenty. Yeah, the Barago nine twenty, which makes a great bike. Great custom bike. Great. It's almost as good as the uh, the XS. Yeah. Make anything you want to turn into. Was that the same time the ZR seven was out? The Kawasaki? Or was that later? ZR7 is like two modern era. Bike. Yeah, modern ish. Oh, I'll, I'll see like mid. No, ZR7, like ZR7 is more like 99 to 2000. Oh, not, not the X, the, uh, oh, the full fairing. That's the ZX7. That's yeah. 99. That's, no, much, that's, that's next decade. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So, later. Let me see. The 80s kind of roll by after that. Eventually, the tariff gets lifted. We get the 750s back. Uh, There's something I'm thinking of that I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. Uh, Now we're in the 90s. Yes, it's crazy. There was something about the 80s. House and Chains. Soundgarden. Soundgarden. Nirvana. 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 All right. So, we roll into the 90s. No more pink and teal on the motorcycle. Thank God. What? Well, well that's the last what, 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 they they, what was they thinking with that? Well, that's okay. You that can was, say that about a lot of the late 80s, so it's right. okay. Uh, come on, Miami Vice. Uh, it's a dead man's party. So, <laughs> in, in the 90s, the next bike that back in its day really was one of the bigger contenders came okay. out. Well, which are we talking European or are we talking Japanese? Japanese. Okay, yeah, six, the 900R. That's 92, but let's turn Go back for before that came out. What came out before the the Fireblade? Zixa? No. But before the Fireblade. Before the Fireblade, the it was voted one of the best all around, do everything, still kick ass bike at the time. What year? What year? It was the GSXR's biggest competition. What year? Fuck. Ninety ish. About nineteen ninety. Yeah. We're talking hurricanes. Hurricane. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 CBR yeah. 600, yeah. baby. Yeah. 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 Woo! Yeah. 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 Can't remember who test wrote it. I need some of that over here. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. So it's not down there. Who are you going? Patty Spencer. Pass the arm of There was a writer that I remember reading about that he was a magazine writer. He was riding the 600 F around the track, and uh, he thought it would have been cool to come out of the corner, power wheelie, set it back down, drop it into the next one. Can't find it time. No. So that didn't work very well. Apparently. No, the front end it had time to recover, but back end that didn't run. No. Well, no, no, he wasn't ready. He wasn't ready. Okay, when you get to that point, you're really not really paying attention all that close. Uh, yeah, you're not really right. caring because you're you're doing that for the photographer. So right. It doesn't matter. 
So, and as long as you get the shot, he gives a shit. Hey, man, hey, yo, uh, uh, you know what else Aussie, Aussie Bard was doing that before he uh, ran into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jack Miller. Yep. Yeah, that's why I posted him coming out of the turn. Bringing it up. Oh, yeah. it down right before the turn. That was, that's. Welcome to Lamont. Anyway, right. right? So that comes out. We got the full blown ninja at this point. Welcome to my blue. Anyway, we got the full blown ninja. Yamaha at the time had the FZ600, which the FZ750R, the OW01, was a fantastic bike. I actually learned how to ride on this. And we're talking. You rode an OW01 and you're just now telling me this? And actually, it could have been mine, but. I'm going to choke it before buy it. You are. And not with his hand. So, you are not my so, friend anymore. On. Let me tell you the story about what happened to that bike. Yeah. So, my friend Glenn owned this bike. And it was a beautiful, beautiful bike. Uh, I had just, actually, I hadn't even bought my, my ZX6 yet. I was riding my buddy's ZX6R. This is my first real ride. Up until this point, I had ridden up the street. You're not, helping your, you're not helping your story here. I didn't ride this bike. Okay. I didn't ride that one. Okay. I've gone a couple of miles, but this was my first 20 plus mile ride. Sure. So we're riding a group. I'm riding my buddies at uh, ZX6, an 03636, bright red, candy thunder red. Anyway. And uh, we're riding up the mountainside. My other buddy is riding. Ninja 250. <laughs> yeah. Is that a weed eater? That <laughs> <laughs> was fortunate. Hey. <laughs> like okay. I don't even know, know what it was. That was a four stroke. Hey, hey. And we're going through these curves on the mountainside. <laughs> and I remember seeing this curve come up. I remember it was a left hand curve, fairly sharp. I hit the brake, slowed down like you're supposed to do, let off the brake, dip in. Next thing I know, I'm 15 feet below the road in a ditch. The bike's 20 feet behind me. That means you didn't do it right. That's why I don't <laughs> I, To this day, I can't remember the rest of it. Oh, Mr. Ob, Captain Obvious. I remember dipping in, and I remember getting off the ground. Hey, that's a, that's a, hey baby, if you're listening, that sounds yeah, like you your story. didn't do that right. Okay, so I get up thinking, that sucked. Will's here. He's a little late. He's a little late, here. whatever. Did you I'm try to go left? I did. did hey. I did. Well, maybe that's what we heard. He just did he here? So I get up on there, I climb up, and I'm thinking, shit sucks. And I look up and I see my buddy Flo on the ground in the FZ 750R, 10 feet past him. Wait, was that on the road? What's out So apparently, when I went, when I high sided, I high sided. I didn't realize you had this dumpster out there. When I high sided, he freaked out, grabbed a lot of clutch, and low sided the bike. Yeah. Yeah, it sucked. You want to set the bike was scratched up and more or less okay, and I had the option to buy it because the owner left it with me for a while, and I just couldn't do it without it. Out of the city. Yeah. So. No, in, in, in Amber's defense, what happened with her is when she bought the bike, okay, she had this bike that was practically brand new. Definitely not SV Will. And it, you know. Is it Andy? She, oh, yes. Oh, shit. Ah! <laughs> get in here, get on the camera. Hey, come here. What? Come here, Tommy. 
This is what a real writer looks like. Yeah. Come on in. And who's that guy? At Gat. At Gat. Good boy. Yeah. Good boy. It's very loose. Yeah, yeah. This is this is the biggest anyway. That, that, well, hypothetically, the biggest <laughs> troll in the smallest frame. Hey, hey, I got I, I, I got a fish tank to sell. Thirty gallons. All right. <laughs> <laughs> How many liters is that? How many liters is that? Let me check. All right, Alex. Oh, do okay. you? <laughs> anyway. All right. Okay. So hey, we, 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 we you an energy drink? Yes. We, we want Would you like a mute? It's my habits. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> My trolling. What do you like? You're trolling. You're trolling because we got out of hand. Man, it only took you 40 um, minutes to get here from three blocks away. <laughs> it is a mule. It is a mule. Oh, oh, oh. oh. He had a lock type rectifier. It's okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that, that yeah. makes sense. I'll say it. I don't give a shit. All right. Heads up. So we're talking about the FZ750 and how it crashed. You missed all of it. Oh, I was making sure it was either who it was. So basically, my buddy was riding behind me on it. And when I high-sided, he low-sided because he's like, what the hell? He hit the brake and low-sided. And uh, it sat in my garage for about six months before I moved. And if I could have afforded to bring it here, yeah, I would have. Dude. That was actually, I sold my, my, my 04 636 at the time because of it. How do you like your 3660? Oh, I love that 0466. There are two bikes that I've owned and got rid of that I regret selling. That was the first one. You know, Amber got rid of, we call it Marge. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it was a 636. And it was a beautiful, well maintained bike. Damn right, we'll call and it Marge. <laughs> was blue? Blue? It was blue. Oh, it was blue. What year was it? Marge? It was a 2009. Oh, 2009. And yeah. it, was, it was beautiful, man. I mean, my buddy took. It pristine, you know, care of it, and you know, vertically challenged as she is, yes. she could not flat foot or tiptoe in any way. She's three foot nine. What do you expect? So, so she could not. Uh, as sweet as a cupcake. Uh, oh, yeah, literally. with some barbed wire. <laughs> he said it. He said it. Us, he said it. But uh, yeah, um, she wa- she wanted to get rid of it because she wanted a Jackson. So she could, you know, at least touch on the stock high bike. Because, I mean, you guys know, if you ride a lowered bike, yeah, it's it like ruins it. it. Yeah. I mean, it's done. It's yeah. done. Sorry, it's baby. Lowered. Ruins. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. It's ruined. I mean, and that, that's, yeah, I mean, that's just, you know, it, it, it throws the geometry out, and she didn't feel comfortable with it. All right. So, geometry, you know what I'm saying? Like the whole, geometry. you know, you know. There's no geometry. Yeah. Sure, man. There's geometry. Geometry yeah. calculus. I'm screwed. <laughs> okay. Anyway, where were we? I'm not good at math. 87. Yeah. Yeah. We just went to the hurricane. Yeah. We're about to go good. Yeah. So, who were the racers at the time that were making names? Names we still know today and are still fucking badass. What year? 1990. The 90s. Let's talk about Kevin Schwantz. We're talking about Schwantz, Rainey, Mick Doing. These are the No, no, he wasn't. He was around, but he wasn't winning shit. Who was that? Sente, he was around, but he wasn't in it. But he was around. Hey, when did Agostini stop racing? 
I guess Heaney stopped racing in the mid seventies. Jocko Oskini. Or uh, like seventy nine yeah. or something. He was like the reigning world champion until who? Jocko Oskini. No, well, Barry. We need to talk about Barry Sheen. Well, we'll talk about like, racing. We'll talk. We'll have a racer conversation later. Um, <laughs> shit. Um, but you got Wayne Rainey, Eddie Lawson, Mick Dillon, Kevin Schwantz. Um, these are Alex Barros showed up People. in '92. <laughs> um, God, who else? Matt Maladin started racing right. GP back in '93. That's with Chigiba. Um, you, uh, what, Kaczynski, John Kaczynski, the weirdest bastard oh, ever was. Um, oh, have you seen John Kaczynski? <laughs> what about people? Weird human names. Well, that's that. We'll, we'll talk. I, we'll talk about Larry Peter later, too. Um, yeah. you leave yeah. it open. Do we have to? Well, we don't want to. But, like, early 90s, you get a tire tech. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, come on. You were about to say early. <laughs> early. <laughs> he is he dying. He is dying. He is dying. He wants we get, we got, we got cool. He got more than 93. Liquid cool motorcycle. Here we go. Here we go. Early 90s. Go ahead, Will. Go. We're going to hit mid-90s here. We're going to hit F2s. That's we're going to hit Here we go. What did he go? <laughs> go ahead. Give us a barrel. Come Hey, right. More usable, more user friendly. Every kid um, wants a Ferrari. Everybody, yeah, everybody wants a sports car. Fiero. Everybody wants sport bikes. So, <laughs> no, they didn't want a Fiero because they catch on fire. Anyway, um, so you get to a point where you've got a lot of, a lot of people jumping in, a lot of club racing, a lot of like contingency money, everything else, where you get the guys that are at the top of the game now. Or like kind of finishing off the careers, that's when they started. Like the Hayden brothers started in ninety two, ninety three. We're out. Um Josh Hayes started in ninety three. Hey, you, you got something you want to say. No, here we're getting good right here. This is when the motorcycles get good, right? Yes. He's like getting better. Ninety four, we're talking the second generation of the hurricane. Oh, the F two the oh, ZX seven R. Yes, the X7, the X7R, the X7R, the with the uh, flat slide cars. You kind of forget about Yamaha at the moment because their bikes kind of suck. They didn't do shit till '98. Yeah, Yamaha still suck. And what year did the sorry James piston? NR750. Okay, NR750. NR750. So the thing about it, it was an oval piston, so you could put. I say it for James. Hey. What's the RC30? RC30 is a V4 88. Okay. okay. The NR750 was a V4 oval piston bike, so you could have eight valves a cylinder per cylinder. Hold on. Hold the fuck on. You said eight valves? Yes, I said eight valves a cylinder. Shoot it again. Eight valves per cylinder. And how big were these fucking valves? Like the size of a damn number two pistol? It's not the valve, it's the piston. The piston wasn't a circle, it was an oval. Okay. And the thing is, 
The reason why it made it so expensive was the machining doing the oval pistons was so advanced and so difficult to do. But why an oval? Because it, more valves per cylinder means more fuel and air in the bike. Yeah. You can build more power. Because there's no replacement for displacement. Actually, right. I remember. Unless you do Boom. And did, they, did they stop doing that? They stopped doing it because it was too expensive to build. How much did that bike cost? That shit got... Uh, they told them that they couldn't do that anymore. They can't race the old pistons. But let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you when you have an open piston and your you know your piston rings expand, how are they going to expand in an oval shape? I don't know. We don't need an engineer. I'll tell you what. I'm we just need, saying. I mean, we need somebody to right. so, hey, so when so, it expands, right. it, it overlaps each other. Right. Again, That's what you have that forward. The piston. But when you have an oval, you don't have a purpose. All right. Circle. So, <laughs> so I mean, how does that do it? So let's look so at that they fact that oval, oval piston. Right. Yeah, so but wait, think about time, it. It's not gonna, you see think, what I'm saying? Think it's, about this. Yeah, I mean, when, when the cylinder gets bigger, the piston Which, <laughs> which company made this bike? Honda. Hey. What other company was there? Honda. <laughs> their engineers and their money. They can make it work. No, Nissan. No, not so much. <laughs> anyway. But so here's the thing. So. Here's like the, the, the head of HRC, Mr. I can't remember his name now. Oh, he actually, back in 06, 07, threw out there that, hey, the machining is actually cheap enough for us to do this anymore. So there's a possibility of bringing the oval pistons back. You see what Daniel just did there? He went for Brad for the future. I did go Brad for the future. Yeah. Because there's a possibility of that happening again. Yeah, my iron dropped that clutch and was like, ah. <laughs> now, if you've never seen, if you're in oh, dude, we didn't, we didn't make that a video. Yeah, if you've ever, if you've never seen one, go to bar, go to the Barber Motorsports Museum. He's got one. I will. Yeah, but but yeah, you're you're going this weekend. Go. You can also see one there. You can also see the most butt worthy bike there. Yeah, the Britain. Yep, the most butt worthy bike there. Yep. I've seen three of them on the track at the same time. All right, let's talk about the Britain. Let it. Let us talk about the Britain. All right, first off. What, it's a beautifully ugly bike. It is the most beautifully ugly bike ever. Designed by a guy who knew nothing about motorcycles. Well, well he knew training. about engineering. And he he knew was about an what architect. Yeah. An architect for crying out loud that built one of the best motorcycles ever built. Put it this way. He built the castings for the engine in his backyard. He in dug a hole in the ground in his backyard. And casted them. I'm, I'm just saying, guys. Coming from a from a person that works with a bunch of engineers every day, yeah, they are some of the most dumbest individuals. My wife, yes, she will. But preach <laughs> when you when you sit there and you they don't watch have one that goes outside of his no, no they actually get dumber <laughs> and he actually uses his brain like you know <laughs> thinking common sensely wise. Yeah, they they can build some because they got the, the the knowledge and the ingenuity to do it. But sometimes, man, they're just a, it's too See, much. It's hey, too you much. Don't, you don't have to See, work the thing, with the guy that uh, invented the B Star 1100, right? Oh, that oh like, no, I, I, I work with the guy that invented the CVT for Nissan. <laughs> oh <laughs> God! <laughs> because the guy, the guy that thought it was a good idea to take the exhaust off to replace the oil filter got an ass whooping coming. <laughs> hey, we talked about this last week. What? We talked about this last week. Oh, the guy that designed the VT 1100, <laughs> the uh, V Star 1100, at least for the oil. He planned that. 
He planned that? He planned that. We oh, know he planned that. Twice. I'm staying He did it on purpose right now. Oh, he's like, come back you can curse you all up. you want, but next time you change that oil, you'll remember me. Yeah. So, next time I meet him, stop whispering over there. We're having our own little light private joke conversation. You can't prove You me. can hold hands if you want. <laughs> That's the point. You can hold hands if you want. For what mic? This one right here. Did you get that? Yeah. I got a Honda Cub that Ronnie was Oh, no, no, not for Honda Cub. I'll say that. Okay. Hey, I just acquired a CB750. Anybody else? Not me. <laughs> oh, boy. That anyway, anyway, so talk about the Britain. The Britain. So, you're a dick for that. You know that, right? Turn around. I'm looking at him. I know, but anyway. Exactly. I'm looking at him. So, anyway, so the Britain. He did it all himself in his house. He did the case, the castings for the motor in his backyard in a hole. And it's, it's he's, in, he's from New Zealand, so he's a Kiwi. And the weird thing about that whole area is they just do everything themselves. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, he built this 160 horsepower at night with 85 pound feet of torque yeah. and destroyed Ducatis. They won Battle of Twins at Daytona a couple of years in a row. Ended up Fifth or sixth with Sean Harris on the bike at Isle of Man. Um, how, yeah, it's how many of these bikes? There's ten of them. He built ten. They are still they're still riding. They're still racing. All ten of them were at Barber two years ago. No they, shit. All ten of them. That'd be how many of them were on the track? Yeah. All, the I, think, lap, I think they all did a parade lap. That's awesome. Three, two or three of them. At, no, two of them actually raced. In the south, they start them at the back. Because they didn't want to sit there and end up with like turn one <laughs> and the carnage and everything else. But the guy came, from, like the guy that ended up winning was, um, he was actually one of the factory riders for Britain back in the day. He came through and won, won the race at the last, like turn 17. So, and there's a picture of him just stomping a wheelie by the back it, Just on him. And it's just, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful motorcycle knowing after you read like the story and see what's done and everything. But it's not, if you don't know anything about it, it looks like a bar. It's, it's like so like Daniel right. said. Right. Yeah, sorry, Daniel. Brandon. Daniel Brandon too. said. <laughs> D2 said. Mine. <laughs> That's true. It is the most beautiful, ugly bike you will yeah. ever see. And yeah. the Barbie colors. Uh, well, they had a black. The CNS did it. There's a, there's a uh, company, there's a team over in Italy that ran a black and yellow bike. So it looks, that looks a little bit better. But he did look, okay, he made the carbon fiber <laughs> wheels in his bathtub. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, honestly, if it worked, if it was that blue ass, and right? paint, like fucking it wouldn't be a Britain. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't be a Britain. No. Well, they, they, the Britain is the one bike Guy Martin wanted to put his leg over. He actually got to do it in 2015. He did. Yeah. Uh, and, and Guy Martin Britain. It happened in your city. Guy Martin Britain. The Britain. Oh, who came first? Burke Monroe or uh, the Britain? Burke. Burke. The fastest and Indian the, the, in the, world. the Kiwis, we have we have the fastest Indian, and we got the the Britain, the Britain, and they're and they're both making shit in the in the in the shed, yep. yeah, like the Harley boys did back right. in the day. Honestly, that's a good movie what? to watch too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> his Buell's not a his Buell's not a Harley. No, 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 they no, cheated. No. It's a Rotex. <laughs> the Rotex. <laughs> Let him think that. Hey, where can you buy a Rotex motor? Sorry, really? Really? He has two of them. I got that. He has three of them. He's got like eight of them. I have an extra hill kind of rotex. What? Yeah, how much money you get? <laughs> not enough of that money. But no, I'm really, really I'll give you a song. He's got enough to change, give you a quart of oil. Yeah. 
He might need it later. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> on the way, on the way home. But no, the Rotax you can get for little Yep. Yeah. So the RSV Miller. We're talking about the nineties. Yeah. Uh, yeah. the Miller is a great bike, by the way. Anyway, um, we can't talk about the nineties sport bike wise and not mention the Ducati nine sixteen. Okay. Oh, I don't remember what I was gonna say. Let's talk about the nine sixteen. Okay, mm-hmm. let's talk about 916 before about I go stuff. back, because I just remember what I was going to say about the 80s. Whatever. No, we're, we're at the 90s now. We huh? did forget the 80s. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Well, we're past the 80s. We're past the 80s. We're in the 90s now. We're, well, we're, we're like, cool. well, now that we hit, hit the 90s, we have to go back to the, the dirt I'm just going to say this 70s. real quick. The <laughs> 80s are the whole reason we know what a cruiser is. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, in 82, 83, 84, no one knew what the fuck a cruiser was. Look at something. Look at a Harley. Harley didn't know what a cruiser was. They were just a Harley. You look at the CB 650 and 750C. Yeah. That was Honda's attempt at making the cruiser. The Virago was the attempt at Yamaha making a cruiser. It wasn't until the mid to late 80s when the cruiser really became a cruiser. Yep. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about cruiser. Let's talk about cool. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about 916 Ducati. One of the most beautiful Ducatis ever made. The sport bike that all design for sport bikes have come on. Yes. Dead serious. Undertale exhaust ahead of its time. Undertale exhaust ahead of its time. Massimo Tamburini, he did the 916 and the F4 MV Augusta mm-hmm. within three or four years of each other. So let me ask you this. What, what, why do you think that it was before its time with the Undertale exhaust? Because it was the first. It was the first back in 90. But I go ahead and tell you right now, I don't like Undertale. Oh, no, no, I'm not you saying love it. Love it. Like, no, this bike. Goes my ass. This is what I'm talking about. Let's just play the home game. If it's worse than your ass, why the hell are you on a back seat? Let Amber ride that. Wait, the way, the way my CBR came out, it came oh, out underneath and then it went back no, in. I, I mean, I was, dude, I hated that. But thing. see, this is the thing. But the 916. Toby Yim has a hot ass. Oh, God. Wow. Why? 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 Anyway, I got so the 916, Massimo Tamburini said this was his masterpiece. And it was one of the first ones to actually push a single-sided swing arm because they did that for endurance races. Yep. That way they could change it quick. Um, 916, the desmodromic valve, so it's got the extra valve. Which has always been a Ducati thing. Which has always been a Ducati yeah. thing. It's a pain in the dick when you're trying to adjust them. It's belt so changes suck. Yeah, belt yeah, changes drama. Yeah. yeah. Belt changes suck. It's a pain in the ass to work on. Keyword there is drama. Yeah, I drama. I don't think they're that bad though. It shouldn't be that. You've you got know? an you've got two extra valves each cylinder. Exactly. Take it's it not, out. It's not that bad. What? Okay. Um, belt changes <laughs> suck. The belt, yes. The belt know, changes suck. Belt sucks. How do you feel about it? Never done it. Oh, you want to do mine? Never done it. I never worked on it. Well, one. yours is you an air cool. Yours is an air cool. Still yeah. got a belt that needs to be changed. I think it's like, I, I thought I found it so interesting how it's done, but I didn't really. It's, fa- it's fantastically. This bike is nice. You have it's wonderfully oh complicated and wonderfully yeah, interesting to do oh, yeah. it. But when you it's actually have to get in there and fuck with it, it's brutal. It's brutal because you've got extra valves on each cylinder that you have to adjust for no damn reason. I mean, you have to adjust it to adjust it. No, that's all. Anything with a Desmond drop. Anyway, so. I don't know what he's He's like the square in the round hole. Well, so, Jeremy, Jeremy Weaver's having to tear that bike down all the time. Apparently. Yeah. Replacing this and that. He's got it. Well, see, the 916, when it came out, it won everything. Until. World Superbike, <laughs> AMA. Until. 
every BSB. It won everything. Best looking bike ever. Oh yeah, it's the it's the most beautiful bike you'll ever see in your life. Brandon, shut up. Your nine R one is like my number three. Yeah. This duck is my number one. What what? That is his up the butt bike. That's your no. number one. That's his number one. Yeah, that's your number one. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy my own. Oh, 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 what you talking about? Hey, hey. It was my number one too. Okay. Actually, I know where. I got your number three. I know where a pristine 916 sits right now. It's beautiful. And it's not for sale. And it, no, it might be for sale. It might be for sale later, but it's not for sale right now. Yeah. Can I say something? Sure. Go ahead. It's up for sale. Let me know first so it can stay in the family. Sure. Absolutely. We'll figure it out. It might. It. We'll figure out. Well, we'll figure that out. Anyway, so the 916 comes out. It wins every damn thing. But it does help that Carl Parker is on the bike. Until. 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 Wait, which until are we talking about? This is a few No. Which until are we talking about? When did it start? When did the until start? Uh, I mean, Scott Russell won in '93 on a ZX7. Okay, but when did it really start? '99 on the RC51. Yes, on with who? With Colin Edwards. And oh. and it, but Nicky didn't win until '02 on it. But he went on it. RC51. Sweet Jesus, Honda got a hold of Ducati and made it better. So this was oh, oh, hold, hold the fucking phone here. Well, we got three conversations. No sir, no sir. The RC fifty one was the baddest bike. I got a hold of a Ducati, yep. took a nine sixteen apart, and the Japanese engineers got a hold of it and made it better. Yep. Oh, I thought you said Ducati made it better. No, 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 no. no, 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 no. Honda got a hold of a nine sixteen, took it apart. We're on the RC train here. Oh, you're, you're definitely an RC fan group. Man, I, dude, I regret selling mine. It's the I most uncomfortable street bike you've ever had. Yeah. That was in college, <laughs> man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He needed the money. He did a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. Hey, Zuki came out with something to go with it, too. He's like, I'll take it up the butt that bike. Yeah, dude, I think all the hands. Exactly. TL1000 doesn't count. That was one of those bikes that it's heavy. If you get it working right and you know how to ride one, they're fantastic. Is it getting jealous back there? It's sad. sad. Yeah, there's a TL over there. Oh, is it really? Yeah, there's a TL over there. But right. it's you get to that point, but hey, Jeremy. Nice. Sorry, Jeremy. What's easy? I see your comment here. Is they're so easy? What's so easy? Is the valves, the belts? Oh, the Ducati. We were talking about the nine nineteen. Who is it? Who is it? Jeremy Miller. Yeah. Well, he when you do it five times in six months, Jeremy, <laughs> you got it down, man. Hey, that guy. That guy. He could make a lot of money at Ducati as a, as a fucking mechanic. Probably could. Trust me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he can make more money working on his own. Yeah, he can yeah. definitely make more yeah. money working on yeah. ducks on his own. But, I mean, you get to the point where TL. Is he watching? Yeah, yeah he's watching it. He's watching it. Are you trying to look for him in the camera? You can't see through the camera. I was looking for his copy. Fuck off, Pinozo! <laughs> <laughs> but, That's awesome. But anyway, so we're going to wrap it up. TL1000. If you find one and you know what you're doing, and if it's in good shape, it's in good shape. You can actually build a very, very nice they're, street bike. They're really fun to ride. Really fun to ride. They're dirt cheap. You can pick them up stupid cheap. Of and course, all it, the GSXR stuff it bolts up. That's the best thing about Suzuki's. They're like Legos. But the funny thing is, they kind of have that almost yeah. Hayabusa like appearance. Well, it, it, take, put it, it looks like, good in the front, not so much in the rear. Put race plastic on it, you're fine. Actually, Colin, a, fun, a friend of mine, has a really good. 
TL one thousand race bike for sale. So it, yeah, it's right. dope. I know so what, what, friends, right? what what year are we at right now with the TL one thousand? Two thousand. Yep. So year two thousand. Year two thousand. Year two thousand. Let's we're talking, go back two years. We're talking back two years. Back two years. Because another bike came out in ninety eight that was earth shattering. ZX twelve? The bandit twelve hundred. Emma would agree. Ninety five. <laughs> Ninety-eight. Well, actually, two bikes. That was a we coming. Well, Black Honda had the Blackbird, the CBR eleven hundred. I know that was a track day this weekend. <laughs> and I finally just got rid of my air filter for that bike. Good. Oh, uh, that was the fastest production bike of the time for about six months. <laughs> and then Suzuki came out with the Busa, which the Hayabusa is named oh, after what? The Peregrine Falcon that kills Blackbirds. Kills Blackbirds. Eats Blackbirds for breakfast. Yes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's, 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 that's what Hayabusa stands for. Remember the commercial? The Busa commercial where the dude's cruising to the bucket. Send it. Where are we going? Where are we going? So, <laughs> so that I love how the conversation stopped. We're right. listening to Will. Will's like, I don't know what's going on. Fuck that shit. So the Hayabusa, <laughs> that's the first iconic bike that comes out in 98. Yes. That Yamaha. thing will do 202 off the factory floor. That one was, there was no restrictions at the time. At the time. At the time. So this bike, full balls out to the wall, up, goes 200 miles an hour. Yamaha came out with what? The R1. Yep. Now the CBR 900, going back to 93, was the lightest 900 at the time. Kicked ass, had a weird 16 inch front wheel until 95? 96. 96. But then the R1 came out, light, Nimble, powerful, sexy, sexy. Oh, yeah, like that was a good thing. Red, white, yeah. The Red, other, white, one of the other bikes I learned how to ride. How you survived when you were learning is beyond me. I couldn't tell you either. But I did. Jesus. So. R1, ZX6. ZX6, uh, FZ750R, and a KE100. I want to go fast. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Yeah. So, what, what, so tonight we've mentioned the CBR600, the Hurricane. Yes. We've mentioned the 916, the yes. Mm-hmm. We've yes, mentioned sir. the uh, RC51. Oh, yeah, the RC51, absolutely. And then the 98, which is when that R1 came around. Yep. Yeah, I mean, your milestone bikes. And, and. It's <laughs> like, I'm rolls and digs. That's it. Rolls and digs. Hand rolls and digs. Hand rolls and digs. Rolls and digs. Rolls and digs. Yep. We'll definitely put that out on the website, on the Absolutely. Facebook page and the website and everything here soon. Um, Chris, what else? Uh, well, I guess let's, let's drop off into the 2000s and stuff we've talked about until yeah. everyone's gotten sick. Uh, let's wrap this up. Uh, we've been here for a little over an hour and a half now. Yeah. Best show. If you ever. are still listening to us, God bless you. Yeah, yeah. thank you so much. <laughs> and if, if you've learned anything tonight, don't go buy a new bike. Go buy a used one. Because they were fucking awesome. Honda, Honda, when Honda came out and they were developing the inline four motor, their goal was to put 100 horsepower at 1,000 CCs. Look at this guy. He's the, he, like, he definitely came back around. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And what are they doing now? What are they doing now? Traction control (laughs) and wheel control and all that bullshit. They're slowing that shit down. You know (laughs) what? Holy shit, man. What have I done? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. Anyway. All right. So we're going to wrap this up, uh, real quick. Next week, episode 55. Yes. I can't ride. Parking lot races. That too. I can't ride 55. All right. So again, you get, we're doing bike night for the most part. Ish. Ish. Come on out. 
if you've got a chance to come out here, 3639, Trousdale Drive, Nashville, Nashville ATV Repair, I want bikes lined up out there. It's you can come be out here hot and share a hot dog with three friends. What else is there going to be? Because I'm not going to say it. Many bike dogs. racing. We're talking, you know, we might pull out a wheelie contest, might pull out a, a, a burnout contest, definitely have mini bike races. Let's get the cops called. Let's just do it. We are not <laughs> responsible for any of this. Yeah. Free waivers. Everybody gets a free paper to sign on. Yeah, that's right. Free waivers. <laughs> We're going to ask you for your autographs. <laughs> so that's next week. I'm telling you, let's send it. Let's that's send it next week. Send it next week, party. Wednesday. Show starts at 7.30, 36.39, Trousdale Drive, National ATV Repair for episode 55. I can't ride. 55. It's gonna be, it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be fun. We'll have a good time. When I drive that slow, uh, it's hard to steer. It is kind of hard to steer. I, I want to be. Yeah. Got me. I want there to be so many people here that there's no one listening. What? Oh. Because they're oh, here. Because they're I like here. that idea. Share. Share invite. Share invite. Like away. Yes. So before we sign off, please share the show. Share the website. Share the Facebook page with everybody you know. Anybody you ride with, share. Hell, even if they don't ride. Screw them, it'll be all right. Let me see it, because it, it might be the thing that gets people riding. Yeah. Or they can do it to us, and they might not ever want to ride. ride. That's awful. <laughs> I have a bad idea. Too. I am. Hold on. Eeyore has something to say. Eeyore, what? Patreon backslash Wingman's Garage. Ten patrons by June 15. You get a chair. I get a high chair. A high chair. So, yeah, patreon.com slash Wingman's Garage. Look, we're... If this we pull, okay, put it this way. If we pull 20, I will sit in the high chair with a pacifier. Every episode. Okay. Not every episode, but I'll do it once. So, Patreon. Why, why Patreon, real quick? Because this is what we're working with, people. This is what we're using to record all of this. And my phone, which I'm surprised is still alive. Um, you, whatever you, you want to uh, contribute, whether it be a dollar one time, $5 a month, $10, whatever you, you decide to do, it will be greatly appreciated. It will do more than just buy us beer, although that is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Also, yeah, um, you, I want to buy some more of these t-shirts. Yeah. Right? yeah. Since we'll finally got a t-shirt, yeah. you can contribute. That would also help contribute your your contraband. All the swag. Yep. And a high chair. And a high chair for me. Yep. And if you want your own shirt, jump on wingmansgarage.com. Um, the shirts are there. Use the coupon code Used knobs. Yes, used knobs. Used knobs. And that will get you three dollars off the shirt, making four dollars <laughs> ship free anywhere in the US. Yo, Joe. Hey, what's that shirt? That's a sweet This shirt right here is uh the uh Unleashed Rosen Pigs. And where will have the second annual one. So this is the first annual. Second annual will be uh available at the Rosen Digs coming up next weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend in Kentucky. So, uh, like we said earlier, we'll have all the information uh, posted up on Wingman's Garage as far as times, location, address, where to park, everything else. Yep. yep. Well, so you're saying that there's a, a drag race yeah. next weekend. That don't mean we're at drag race. we're talking about it on Wingman's Garage. Oh. Huh. It's funny. Well, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll race both of you guys. Okay, come <laughs> down. Let's go. All right. Real you know? quick. One more thing. I'll give you five links. I'm down. Uh, that being said, if you if you become a Patreon contributor, contributing five dollars a month, you will get one of these shirts just for becoming a Patreon member. 
If you were to become a $10 Patreon member, you'll get a new shirt every time you come out with one. Absolutely. Boom. Every new shirt. You'll get one before I'm just going to send it to you. Before <laughs> Will. So, enough about Patreon. That's enough of that. I'll, uh, I'll put 10 bucks on that. Sure. <laughs> this is my garage. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to episode 55, 54. 54. Wrap to the Future Part 2. Oh, this is Crystal Wingman. Next to me, Lyndon. What, Snort? That's Snort. Snort. Yeah. Next to Why Snort. Why are we doing the clap? What's Jordan? Jordan? I don't know. He just started. <laughs> Next to Jordan. What else? Andy. Behind Andy. Brandon. <laughs> Track wreck. Yeah, baby. We're going to the bathroom. This is yeah. Will the Ranch. Master Lake TV repair. Woo! Next week Joe Mexican. And behind the camera. I don't think they heard you. This is the All right, guys. Thank you for joining us.